Thanks to everybody for tuning in here on the Short Thing, Sure Thing. We're doing it a day earlier this Wednesday uh, before the NCAA tournament. Got a couple first four games tonight. And then the first and second rounds, uh, first and second round starts Thursday, second round starts on Saturday. I'm your host, Warren Short, here with Ryan Silva. You can hear us on KFXR Talk Radio 1190. That is Sunday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. You can also stream it on TalkRadio1190.com or the iHeartRadio uh, app. We're also on iTunes, so subscribe, rate, and review us there. Tell your friends about us, leave a review, all that good stuff, and anywhere else where you can hear podcasts. Uh, try to get a couple guests on the show to get a little insight more insight on some picks for the NCAA tournament but uh, obviously for those guys that work at sites it's their biggest time of the year so they got other obligations we'll try and get them for next week on the show which is fine um, it's uh, hey they gotta they gotta do their stuff so we're, we're good there um, but yeah we had a couple games last night if you want to look at that Belmont covered uh, and the, both of the favorites covered last night because yep. uh, Fairly Dickinson was minus two. And so far the over-unders are one and one. The over hit in the first game, the under hit in the second game. So that's that. And uh, it's pretty funny looking at lines for the games that I guess I don't remember. Like last year, all these 12 over five games being like – Four points, but yeah, five, like five you, or less. They're all five or less or something like that. Yeah, like all even the six, even like the four thirteens are like seven. They're like they're under ten. They're the only. There's not a lot of double digit spreads out there, which I'm not surprised. I guess I'm not surprised, but I feel like this is Vegas just covering themselves on on say there is a big upset. Like I remember last year, Marshall beat Wichita State. That was a 14 over three. The money line was plus 800. And the line was like 12 or like 15 or something like that. Like, I feel like they're just covering themselves from a big time blowout. Well, obviously, UMBC last year, they even offered, like, I don't think we could have got money line uh, where we were at on, yeah. on UMBC. But I feel like Vegas is just covering covering themselves so they're not just going to get blasted. I think a lot of it has to do, too, with um, just so much parity in, in college basketball this year. Um, you know, we've been talking all, all – fortunately, it didn't work out this way, but we thought there was going to be a lot less mid-majors and a lot more of the Power Six conferences of the teams that just didn't play well. But so I think the fact that, again, there's just so much parity. Like, I mean, we have teams like Wofford and some of these other smaller schools that are sitting at 26, 27, 28 wins, and they're playing power six conferences that maybe didn't have as great of season as they're used to or, or, or things of that nature. So that's why we see a lot of these, uh, these smaller spreads for the for the for the bigger matchups like the like you said the three and the and the 14 or whatever it may be so i think that might have something to do with it too but definitely vegas trying to cover their their butt because of that uh definitely has to be a factor as well all right so uh ryan has a game for tonight so we'll start off with him there and then we'll just go by uh games kind of what we did during college football season we're not gonna i'm not gonna pick every game uh we'll give the ones we like uh, on Thursday, and then we'll do the same thing on Friday. So Ryan, get us. You got one play tonight in the first four. If you hear this uh, before the game tonight, eight eight fifteen tip off. If you don't, tough luck, or you were on the right side. Um, I'm not. I'm actually not taking a side in either of the games today. 
I'm going under 152 for ASU and the Johnnies. Uh, that just seems like a lot of points, especially because we saw ASU uh, lay a couple clunkers and just really not score that much during the conference tournament. Um, and I just don't know if, if the Johnnies will be able to put up, you know, 70 or 75 points either. So that's why I'm going to take the under here at 152. I've seen it at 153. Uh, here we have the we have ESPN on on the ticker. It just showed 152 and a half. So depending on where you can take it uh, or where you can get it, I, I definitely think the under is the play here. Yeah. All right. Moving to Thursday, I will say this: if you like, if you're listening on this on Wednesday, and I'm going to tell you this, you should not. Uh, I know a lot of people say this, but do not blindly just take our picks. No, absolutely. Like, blindly take our picks. No, 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 no. They're all mortal locks no, of the century. No, don't. Well, at least mine are. I mean, if they're anything like college football, you're you're screwed. Well, I mean, they could be mortal locks the other way. That's true. So I'm just going to say, look, <laughs> do some research on your own. We're just having fun here, just doing some stuff. We like to do it. Way so to sell the show it. here, Warren. Great job. I'm selling <laughs> our picks, but I'm saying, come on. If you're just going to be like, oh, I'm listening to the, I don't know, I'm going to take his picks. Look. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So we're like, not handicappers by any means. Yes, we're not handicappers. We're just your average guy your that's average doing team. it. Yeah. I mean, I try to look up some stats and things along those lines, but I also try to reach out to a couple people with that are statisticians that I know oh. that are running the spreadsheets and the numbers. It'd be nice if they could get back to me before I was recording. I kind of gave them yesterday a little deadline. We're still waiting to hear back from them. That's fine. Yeah, I reached but, out to the uh, bookmaker of MGM and Bovada. They didn't get back to me. Okay, either, no, so. these are just off, off, off my friends that are statisticians that I know. That, yeah, I was that going, have through, the, I was going the head honchos. I know. Well, you know what? Shoot your shot. Yeah. 2019. Like it's the year of the core. Uh, but, yeah, okay. So we'll just do that. We got our picks. The first one I like, and I've, I am actually going to change my bracket. I am been talked into St. Mary's Oof. over Villanova. Yeah. And the key thing, I've been doing a lot of reading on this game. The key thing for me is uh, three-point field goals, the three ball. Villanova takes the third most in the country. They've attempted over 1,000 this year. They're hitting about 31, 32, 31, 32%. Not great. Uh, St. Mary's three-point defense we're looking at a top 53-point defense in the country. That's out of 356, 31.8%. The three-balling falling for Villanova, they are cooked because they only got about two guys, uh, Pascal, who was on the national championship team last year, and then Booth. Those guys are like their only two scorers. So uh, I like St. Mary's plus 5.5, and, and I think I'm going to like them to take it outright. And what else I was going to say is, I think there's going to be a lot of line movement before Thursday and Friday. Oh, yeah, so so lock the. I think you got to lock these in like now. I think you got to lock them in early. You can't be doing ten minutes before the game because your line is going to get inflated and you're, and you're not going to get a good number. No, yeah, absolutely. The the higher, obviously, the the more points you can get here, uh, the better. So I I wholeheartedly agree there. The sooner you can lock it in because you're. Especially because we've already seen these smaller spreads, like you said, for example, I mean that's the what six and eleven, uh, yeah, you know, or, or other things like that. The more the smaller lines that we see, that I mean, that's that's just going to either get sm that's probably going to get smaller and smaller the more money people start throwing down on it. So yeah, I absolutely agree there with you, Warren. Uh, lock these in ASAP. And like for I'm not I don't have this game, but the Auburn New Mexico State line that opened at eight and it's already down to five and a half. So like if you got that Sunday at eight, you're sitting great right. five and a half. Not really a fan of that. Right. So lock. That's a, like a like the new northeastern Kansas eight and a half. It's already down two points to six and a half. So lock it in. 
when you feel comfortable. Uh, lock it in now, I would say. Uh, I'll, so what we'll do is I'll give my other three picks for Thursday, and then you'll do your picks for Thursday, and then we'll go on to Friday. Uh, I like. I think we're both on this one. Belmont plus four against Maryland. Yep. We even called that on the show su- on Sunday. I have. We both. Have, do you have Maryland in the Sweet Sixteen or uh, Belmont in the Sweet Sixteen? As do I. So we're both on that. Uh, I just feel like Maryland is not playing great. Uh, their last four games, they're only putting up 63 points, which is down eight points from their regular season average of 71. And I just feel uh, more confident in them. In the NCAA tournament, Maryland is 1-6 against the spread, their last seven, and they're 2-8 and eight in neutral uh, court games. That uh, Neutral court games. Um, so that's not very good. Right. And then Belmont on the season, 19-10 and 10 ATS. Love it. Then I have Murray State, Marquette. I mean, all these are kind of – these past two are pretty pretty uh, normal out there. Look, John Moran against Marcus Howard. I just have more f- – Marcus Howard's wrist is hurt, and I'm just rolling with – I don't really like rolling with the public, but we're rolling with the public on Murray State plus four. Then my final one is under Purdue, 126 against Old Dominion. Old, Domin- Old Dominion's only averaging 60 points a game this year. Mm. Their defense is pretty good. They're only giving up around 63, but look, I think Purdue, I might need to go change my Purdue over Old Dominion. I'm not feeling confident in that one uh, as I was on as I was on Sunday. Purdue can score, so I feel like this is like 68. You're good if it's 75-50, and I don't Old Dominion in the conference tournament at CUSA, the power of Jerry behind him at the star only put up the max they put up was 63 points. Oof. So they are not not scoring. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and start off with that Belmont, Maryland, because I have that on my official card too. I had it at three, but I like your number better at four. Um, so I'm taking Belmont plus four. I got Nevada minus two against Florida. Um, Nevada shoots a three ball really well. They haven't been playing great lately, but I think they can still cover the two against Florida. I like Syracuse minus two and a half against Baylor. Uh, kind of same thing goes here. Baylor just really hasn't shown me or impressed me much this year, especially in a down year for the Big 12 altogether. Um, so I think Syracuse covers the the two and a half. And then my my pick that I'm going out on the on a ledge the most I feel like is Vermont plus ten and a half against Florida State. In my bracket, I actually have Vermont winning this outright. Um, I don't feel a hundred percent confident in that, but I do like them covering this ten and a half. Uh, maybe we can get a little bit more line movement before that. Maybe we can get it up to around 11 or maybe even 12. Might go the other way, though, too. So if you can get it at 10.5, that'd be a good idea to lock it in there. So that's my uh, those are my four right there. Vermont plus 10.5, Belmont plus four, Nevada minus two, and Syracuse minus two and a half. What's the uh, what's the Vermont basketball player's name? Is it like a ball or something like yeah. that? Uh, he's the... Uh He's the Zion of the American East. I mean, that's is what, what they, they were call calling him. That's what they or it's Anthony Lamb. Okay, Anthony Lamb. He's the Zion of the American East. I mean, how can you go against him? That's what I'm saying. UVM. Um. All right. Off to Friday. I like uh, UCI plus fifteen against Kansas State. No Dean Wade to me is the whole the whole type of deal here. He's not going to play. If Dean Wade plays, I think they can get to the second weekend. They can even give a good fight against North Carolina as a four. But without him and UCI, they're thirty-one and five this what year. What do you have the number at? Five. Oh, you said fifteen. Oh, did I? Yeah. You said oh, 15. I meant five. Okay, that's my why, bad. Because I saw that earlier and I was like, I, I, I know our numbers might be off a little bit, but there's no way they're that. Far oh no, it's a five. Sorry. Okay. No, yeah. Oh, my, I apologize. Yeah. I didn't mean to say that. I have plus five. The Dean Wade thing to me is the whole type of deal. 
And if you, I, I haven't found yet. Have you found props for teams to get to the Sweet 16? I haven't. I haven't seen any props yet either. I might like whatever the UCI Sweet 16 prop is because I think if can't, then they would have to play. Uh, they would. Who would they play in? I think they would play Oregon, Wisconsin winner in the second round, and I think they could beat them. Or is it a different bracket? Uh, yeah, that's exactly Oregon, right. Wisconsin. Wisconsin right? Yeah. I, you know what? If that's like over 200 plus 200, something in that 250 range, I might sprinkle a little bit on that. Um, I also I have the Oregon on Friday, the Oregon-Wisconsin under 116.5. I have Ryan shaking his head over here. Uh, these teams Nodding cannot, my head in agreement. Nodding my head in agreement. That's what I meant, yeah. yeah. Uh, these teams can't score. Yeah. We got burned on the over in the, Wisconsin, or in the, in the Oregon-Washington game. On uh, Saturday night, what was it one twenty or one nineteen and a half? One nineteen and a half. We were six away. Yeah. So if Washington could, and after the first half, we were we were. It hurting. was forty to yeah. four. It was it was in the forties. Um, I just don't see how these teams can score. So I'm taking the under there. I like UCF minus one against VCU. I just think UCF is going to win against VCU, and I think VCU still has their star player hurt. Mm-hmm. No injury update on that. And then finally, the Houston. Georgia State over 141 and a half. A lot of people think this could be a sneaky upset game. I'm not really buying, buying that. that. I'm, not, I'm not buying that. Georgia State can score, though. They're averaging 77 points on the season. They're giving up, which is more, I think, is more important how much they're giving up. They're giving up 74 on the season, right around Houston's average scoring. So Houston, they've showed they could put up 80 around there. They're a good offensive team. They, I feel like they put it in cruise control against Cincinnati. They thought they were going to walk over them on Sunday. I like the over 141 and a half. Um, I got, uh, we actually, I don't know, yeah, we have the Oregon. I have Oregon plus one versus Wisconsin as well. I actually like UCF minus one um, against VCU as well. I don't have that on my official card, but I, that's definitely one I'd be inclined to take. Um, I actually have Iowa plus three and a half against Cincinnati. Um, I think Iowa actually wins this outright. Uh, so go ahead and take the three and a half if they're going to give it to you. I like Ole Miss minus two versus OU. Um, Ole Miss playing pretty well. Um, again, OU, another decent year and a down year for the big 12 kind of the same um same logic that i use here with baylor um so hopefully we can get uh our old boy hunter and and Ole miss a, a victory here in the yeah. opening round um and then i like utah state minus two and a half versus uw utah state i think is also a sneaky team that could maybe creep into the sweet 16 um after they after they uh Actually, I take that back. <laughs> I, I take that back. Play uh, yeah, they play north carolina i take that back wholeheartedly i thought they were in the um where did I think they were? Zaga, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think that's my. That might have been where I thought they were. As soon as I look at that bracket, I pumped the brakes. In. <laughs> I knew. I knew what it was because you've heard people saying that they could give them a, a, fight, a fight, Carolina, yeah. because they score. But yeah, no, they're okay. They'll make it. They'll win at least one game here. Again, I think they win this outright by at least maybe even five points. Uh, so just quick recap: Iowa plus three and a half, Ole Miss minus two, Oregon plus one, and Utah State minus no two. No Ohio and a half. State plus five and a half. No Ohio State plus five and a half. I uh, I may be changing the bracket a little bit there as well. So <laughs> I think that would be a smart decision, you know, uh, on your part. What are your thoughts? Uh, we'll wrap up here in a couple of minutes. What are your thoughts though on the one sixteen like twenty five point spreads? They're, those are tough. I mean, because they literally could go either way. I mean. Because I was looking at, I was looking at all of them. Because I mean, they're all obviously huge. North huge. Carolina, I got it right. If you want, okay, on, yeah, yeah. North Carolina, I mean, is twenty three. Virginia's twenty two. Uh, we got. I mean, Virginia. 
See, Virginia. The Virginia is such a because you gotta think that they're just gonna be chucking the ball and trying to put as many points up as possible. And make sure like playing with the pants happened. on yeah, fire. Exactly. Like this is the most amazing performance they ever play. And yeah, I I that but like. I mean, 18.5 Michigan State against Bradley. Kentucky minus 22 against ACU. Gonzaga's 27.5 against Fairleigh Dickinson. Which Gonzaga puts up, I think, like close to 80 points a game. So, I mean, that's another tough one. That And I don't even see the Duke line here. Uh, because their game, they're going to find out. In, oh, that's uh, right. It's, it's, uh, the 16. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So, I mean, that is I, – I think I stay away from those. Or play the second half. Yeah. Yeah, I think. yeah, I think that might be a good idea too. Yeah, get the uh, try to get the live line on that during the second half. Yeah, I, I, though, though you're you're a there's a good question to bring up because, like I said, some of them are just so outrageously large. You're like, if I'm gonna if they're gonna give me 25 points in the NCAA tournament, I'm gonna take it. But at the same time, it's like when it's North Carolina going up against who is it? Uh, Iona. Yeah. Like, you could also see them winning by 50. You know what I mean? So it's just like. It's tough. It's a tough spot to be in. Um, and I think in that situation is who would, what side would you rather be on? Say there's four or five points right. coming in the last two minutes. Do you want to be Iona on that side grinding out North Carolina? Uh, would you rather trust North Carolina in those stretches getting points late? Or would you rather trust not Iona Trying to score because I would always think the underdog is going to get as many buckets up as right, they can. Exactly, yeah. So like, what side do you want to be like shaking for? I'd rather be on Iona if I, you know, it's coming down two minutes and they they're down by you know twenty eight points and I need them to get to twenty four because like you said they're going to be trying to get as many buckets as possible. North Carolina's going to be dribbling the ball out, running time off the clock. So I definitely rather be on the underdog and need a couple more points rather than being on the other side and even you know having to. Uh, to hold to get a couple more points to 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 stretch the lead to twenty six or twenty seven because you know you're gonna get the whole old classless no sportsmanship type deal uh, that you always get with with situations like that. Yeah, I uh, first I would I mean the underdogs taking shots, but are they going in? Right. Like I mean that is another thing. These spares are gonna be out there trying to get their their name in the stat sheet on the tournament. I'm be like, buddy, you. There's a lot of the people. Senior walk on. Oh my god! Thing. Don't even bring up that Houston game. That is so bad. Oh, that was so bad. I'm still burned by that. And honestly, that's burned me from betting Houston. That kid. I know that kid's not gonna see the floor the rest of the year. But that guy, he lives in Capel. Really? He's from Capel. Shout out. Uh, yeah. Shout out. Wonder, get him on the show. May, no, I don't even <laughs> want to do that. I don't even want to. He's a nice. He's probably a nice kid. He's playing Division One basketball. He walked on. I don't hate the guy, but. My God, that was a tough one. Uh, as we wrap up here, you have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Um, totals totals are tough in the tournament, too, I think. What, what would you say? Do you look at very many totals? Yeah, I was looking at the totals. You know what I think? I think first half totals, especially in the early games, you yeah. might want to take the under. See, and I think, well, see, I think unders for the total game late, I think, might be the play, too. You know, uh, when you get to, like, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, it's 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 different than the conference tournament. Though. Oh, for sure. The conference tournament, though, guys are coming out tight. I would say like a first half under. Say it's like Kentucky and like those. Those are where I would look to bet those games if you want to do it. Bet those first half unders because you got to think those teams are going to come out like just so tense and nervous, and they're not going to be making some buckets. But the totals, a lot of them are like in the one thirty range, right. and it's that's like, I mean that seems where like the average college game ends, and it's just. 
it's just grindhouse. Yeah. You got to hope for no one goes on a big-time scoring drive. And we saw in conference tournament time, teams were like, uh, who was it? Clemson didn't score a field goal for 10 minutes. Washington, the one game, didn't score a field goal for six minutes. I right. mean, it's just terrible. What What are your thoughts on those? No, I agree. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, when you get into the 140 to 150 range, I think you got to pound the unders in a lot of these games. Like I said, when you, when you see a lot of them sitting around 130, 135, um, I think you can feel, you know, slightly confident about taking the overs, but the higher they get, I mean, in the early rounds with the with the sixteen and ones, the fifteen and twos, three, like the you know the bigger mismatches, it's tough because you can, you know, obviously the 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 one seeds or the two seeds could probably go out and drop eighty, no problem. But it's like how many points is the uh, is the underdog going to put up to to add to this total? So. Yeah, totals are tough, I think, in the tournament all around. That's why I wanted to bring it up, just to kind of get your your thoughts on it. Because I I don't know. I usually like playing the totals a lot, but when it comes They're to the fun. tournament, when it comes to the tournament, it's just it's just so so tough. You have no idea um, because strategies are different. Because you know you're playing games pretty quick to pretty close to each other, and you know it's a race to win what four or five games. So the guys six. six um, my math is great. Um, <laughs> So you know, it, like I said, strat- there's different strategies that they're that or coaching um, changes or tweaks here that they may be going going through. So I don't know. I just wanted to get your thoughts. On style of play, like that's yeah, that's what I meant. Like okay, like, yeah, yeah. like coaching styles and and and, uh, and um, there you know their tweaks here, their in game adjustments, whatever whatever it may be. But yeah, plus, uh, play style is what I was getting at there. Like for instance, the Yale LSU over is one fifty six and a half. Yale does average like 81 points yeah, a game. And so does LSU. But also like it's different are the nerve like I'm always worried about the nerves type of situation going on and all that stuff and when do they do they catch fire? I don't know. Look, I'll probably still play some totals but uh quick little side note, I think Yale takes LSU. You do? Yeah. Going to sprinkle the money line? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean the I mean, money LSU's not going to have their head coach. That is true and they were up big against uh, Florida in the tournament. I don't want to say big, but they were in command the whole game, and, and they it. just blew it down the stretch because their coach. They were not Tell com- me about it. No composure uh, from them. All right, so I got nothing else. You got anything else? Nah, I'm, I'm good. All right, I think we covered it uh, again. Sunday is TBD. If you want us to have a show, root for Northern Kentucky, uh, and not just plus the thirteen and a half. You got to root for the money line the outright, uh, because that will then for sure lock us in for a show on Sunday. Because Texas Tech season uh, will be over. If not, Hope Tech plays the early game. They're playing in Tulsa, so they might. But I have a feeling if they play, they're going to be playing at night. Uh, if we do have a show on Sunday, uh, we're going to talk Dirk. Little MLB preview. I think next week around Wednesday we'll do our midweek on the MLB. We'll do some. Uh, I was thinking we can have our gambling guy on. We'll, we'll get a gambling guest on. Talk uh, Sweet Sixteen of the tournament, and then some uh, MLB prop bets and totals. Season oh, oh win totals. season win totals. Do that. Uh, obviously, if we have the show, we're going to talk the NCAA tournament. And then I got a good new segment. We're debuting a new segment called Ooh. Millionaires Talking Sports for a Living, Making Mistakes. All right, and I've got about three cuts, three or four cuts, recent cuts. Not, not. Uh, Are they all Stephen A? No, okay. we have a variety. <laughs> all right. We have a variety, but he 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 will be featured. Um, so we will we will debut that. Maybe he be maybe he can be the sponsor of the of the of the segment. Stephen <laughs> A's millionaires talking sports and getting it wrong. Okay, <laughs> uh, but he's in there, and then we got another one uh, that is hilarious. Uh, so we do that. We will do that. That will be at the end of the show. So that's what we got planned on Sunday. Fingers crossed. 
that we uh, have a show. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, for Ryan, I'm Warren. Uh, good luck. Uh, hope to see everybody cashing at the window. And, uh, I mean, hold on to your butts for the next four days. <laughs> <laughs>